Hey everyone, do you love movies? Do you like betting? If you do, then Box Office Bets is the podcast for you. With Tom Cunningham and myself, Brian Ortega, we'll guide you through Oscar season with our breakdown of each Oscar contender and give you our projections based on what the betting market is saying about each Oscar race. Make sure to check us out every week as we focus on a specific movie and break down its best chances to win right here on Box Office Bets. Hey everyone, welcome back to Concierge Confidential. I am Brian Ortega, your host, and we are here for another week on Concierge Confidential. So, uh, we did take a, a break last week. Um, I was actually at Adele, and then I had um, a, I traveled over to California, and I figured it would be a good week to kind of just sort of take a break, sort of let you catch up on any of the pods that you might have missed, and kind of get us all set to go into this week. So, um, this will be re- being this will be released the week of New Year's Eve, um, so or the Tuesday before New Year's Eve, and hopefully you're gonna get some ideas from this particular pod because uh, we are gonna have a little special pod that'll come out just before the year ends again. So should be getting two pods for the price of one this week. So in today's pod, I'm actually gonna be explaining the or giving you my favorite viewing spots on the Las Vegas Strip. So these are the places with the best views on Las Vegas Boulevard, which sounds pretty easy to come up with, but it was actually kind of hard to come up with places that um, are actually like restaurants or lounges or nightclubs that actually give you a great view of the Strip and also a great experience. Um, there are a lot of places to actually see Las Vegas Boulevard from up high, but there are only a few ones that are actually places that you can hang out for extended periods of time, not be sort of limited on t- amount of how much time you can actually spend up there. So that's what this list is going to consist of. So this list does not include the Eiffel Tower. It doesn't include the uh, viewing area at the Stratosphere, although they do have things connected to them. For example, the Stratosphere has the top of the world restaurant, which gives you 360 degree views of the entire valley. Um, it doesn't include the Eiffel Tower, even though they have a restaurant, which also gives you great views of the Strip. Uh, it just didn't end up on the list, but those are really great places. Um, other places that you can view from up high would be like the High Roller. Uh, the High Roller is primarily an attraction. It usually lasts about 30 minutes. Uh, really a great a great place to actually view the Las Vegas Strip, but really it's actually kind of from behind. But you do get a great unobstructed view of the entire valley from the High Roller. But these, this list particular is going to be places that you can eat, drink, or lounge at on Las Vegas below, and even one downtown. You might have known it. So this list will be my top five favorite viewing areas on the Las Vegas Strip. All right, everybody. So we are back on the list track. So uh, I will be giving my honorable mention here first. Um, reason it's honorable mention is because I actually haven't been there yet. So this is the Brew Dog Las Vegas Rooftop Bar. It actually does have multiple floors on the inside of it. So they do have space where you can just sit, have a full a full dinner, a full lunch, whatever you want. They do have TVs on the inside. It's sort of like a brewery, not kind of, sort of. Um, uh, they do have flights of beer as well. Um, I'm going off of this from what I've seen on social. Um, I do want to get down to, uh, down over to BrewDog. It opened um, somewhere in uh, the beginning of uh, December, and it looked great. It has a great rooftop. I think the rooftop looks absolutely fantastic. I think it's going to be a great place to watch any fireworks or just a great place to see anything um, in terms of like 4th of July or New Year's Eve where you just get a great view of the Las Vegas Strip, but really an interesting spot. I mean, it was built on top of the parking garage over uh, near the MGM Grand and the um, 
the shops over in front uh, where it used to be called the Grand Canyon shops a really long time ago. Uh, but now it's been sort of renovated to sort of a shopping shopping area with like American Eagle and lids and all that other good stuff. But yeah, BrewDog, definitely on the list just because I think it's in a great location. I think it's going to get plenty of plenty of foot traffic going forward. And I think it's going to be really hard to kind of mess it up. So uh, yeah, definitely check out BrewDog um, over in front of the over in front of the park MGM, right next to the MGM Grand, right next to the Coke bottle, kind of all those places. Again, it's kind of hard to kind of tell you where this place is at uh, just because it's in an area that we all know about, but kind of hard to describe. But it's you can't miss it. It says BrewDog on top of it, so I think you're going to be just fine finding BrewDog uh, Las Vegas. So I will now jump into the list. Actually, before I jump into the list, I wanted to get this sort of said. Um, a lot of people always ask, what is the difference between a nightclub an ultra lounge, a lounge, a bar, and I really wanted to answer it. So I'm actually going to tell you now. So everybody kind of knows what a nightclub is or the typical nightclub in Las Vegas. Usually there's a cover charge to get in. There's a marquee name, usually like um, Army Van Buren or Calvin Harris or Martin Garrix, the, a Marshmallow, those kind of names that bring you into the club. It's usually very crowded. It usually doesn't guarantee seating unless you buy a table or a bottle, obviously. Uh, so that is what a, a nightclub is. Same thing with a day club. A day club is essentially a nightclub in the daytime, usually during the summer. So those places will have cover charges, usually not guaranteeing any seating whatsoever. That's sort of a big caveat. So the next level down from a nightclub would be an ultra lounge. So typically ultra lounges, because people always question, what is an ultra lounge? What is a lounge? Ultra lounges typically serve as a high-end bar that has high-energy music, Typically a DJ, usually not a famous one, usually just one that's really, really good because it's Las Vegas. But ultra lounges tend to be a little bit more chill vibe. They usually offer a place to dance. It's usually a big deal. There's usually a place to sit as well, whether it be you charge for it or not. Uh, they typically have table spend mins, which usually aren't as expensive as nightclubs. They're typically for people who want the nightclub atmosphere, but not the nightclub itself. Just because nightclubs tend to be very, very loud. You can't really talk. The thing is, ultra lounge is also very loud. But you're still able to have a conversation, squeeze one in, and just chill if you want. So it's a little bit more, uh, a little bit more diverse, or uh, yeah, diverse. We'll go with diverse in terms of what you can do inside of an ultra lounge. So an example of an ultra lounge would be like Foundation Room. Foundation Room is over at the Mandalay Bay. Also the Electrica, uh, Electra Lounge, which is over at the Palazzo. Those are really, really good examples of what an ultra lounge is. So usually pretty high energy. Kind of feels like a nightclub, but not quite a nightclub itself. Uh, also, uh, the Gatsby, which is over at uh, Resorts World, is a good example of an ultra lounge, which also kind of doubles as a lounge during the day. So usually that's the what happens is, is that an ultra lounge, if it can be used during the day, um, it's usually utilized as a bar as well. So usually just keep that in mind. And usually lounge, lounges, uh, lounges typically will have sort of a lounging area where you can sit, relax, sort of like a couch or a lounger, kind of self-explanatory. And they usually... We'll have like a hostess or something of that nature. Um, a regular lounge is typically something you'd find uh, where you can sit, but it's sort of seat yourself. There's usually a cocktail waitress, but not like a seating area. You usually can't reserve space inside of a regular lounge. Uh, again, it just it varies, but that's typically what a lounge is. So that's usually the difference between an ultra lounge and a lounge. Ultra lounge, think nightclub, but not a gigantic place. Uh, lounge is typically more chill, obviously. And then just a bar. Usually just a, a casino bar is usually pretty self-explanatory. You walk up, get your drink, got to go later. Um, if you want any more explanation on what the differences are and what you should probably be ordering at these places, 
check out the Concierge Who Drink pod, which was one of our first pods I did with Diana Morphin. And that gives a really good example of what you should order at these places. Because if you go to a nightclub, you better not be ordering an old-fashioned. But if you're at an ultra lounge or a lounge, they better know how to make one, at least here in Las Vegas. So just keep that in mind. But anyways, I'm going to move on to my list. So this is my list for my favorite viewing areas in Las Vegas, especially you know places with views is, exa- is exactly what I'm trying to explain here. So number five, we'll start with the top. So number five, the Budweiser Beer Park. So Budweiser Beer Park is actually very, very close to... Las Vegas Boulevard. It's only a couple stairs up. Uh, I would say it's about two stories above Las Vegas Boulevard, and it's right in the heart of the Strip, right across the from the Bellagio Fountains. And if you follow this pod, I'll always be explaining to you that the Bellagio is the jewel of location, location, location on Las Vegas Boulevard. It is essentially the center of the Strip. It's usually Bellagio, Caesars is the given middle of Las Vegas Boulevard. So that is prime real estate, but you get a great view of the fountains. Absolutely fantastic. It's really great for those of you who want something casual, but also has food, of course, um, just because they have a million taps. They actually have two big bars that are actually, I think there might be three big square bars over at the Budweiser Beer Park. They also have an indoor area, which is really, really nice, especially when it's really cold outside. But the Budweiser Beer Park has a really cool vibe. It's outdoors. It's sort of like a patio. kind of feels like a beer garden um, if you're used to that somewhere on the East Coast. And it's just really chill. And you get a great view of the fountains during the nighttime. And even during the day if you're going to be there and hanging out in the daytime. But really great place to watch any sports just because they have huge TVs that you're able to watch any sports. I've watched uh, football games there. I've watched college football games there. I've watched the uh, World Series. is really great up there. I don't know. It just has sort of a vibe to it when you're up there watching uh, the World Series in October. Really great weather for sure. So yeah, the Budweiser Pier Park, great for that. Also, if you're ever in town and you want to watch the UFC, which is really popular, uh, they usually will have viewings at the Budweiser Beer Park. They usually have a cover charge, depending if you buy them, you know, super ahead in advance, you can get them for maybe 30 bucks. You can rent out the table usually for like, you know, two, 300 bucks. And it's, it's a good time for sure. And then you're already someplace where you want to hang out after the fights are over. So it's usually kind of the scrum to figure out where to go. But they do have more than just Budweiser. Just wanted to reiterate that. And they, again, they remodeled it. So they have an indoor area where you can sit. Again, lounge out over at Budweiser Beer Park. But really great views of the Strip, especially from the middle part of Las Vegas Boulevard. And we're going to see the Bellagio. You'll be able to see um, the Cosmo. Uh, you'll be able to have a great view of the Paris Eiffel Tower as well because this is in front of the Paris Hotel. So if you're looking for it, it's in front of the Paris Hotel on Las Vegas Boulevard. So we'll move on to my number four pick, which this is one of the only places that is on the list from downtown. If you are somebody who listens to this pod uh, regularly, you're going to note that I typically spend a lot of my time on Las Vegas Boulevard the most, so the Strip. Uh, for us, the Strip is defined by Mandalay Bay to the stratosphere. And that's typically where my sort of area is. That's where I kind of my level of expertise lies. But I do venture downtown every so often. And one of the things that landed on this list is the Legacy Club at the Circa Las Vegas Hotel and Casino. And the Legacy Club, really, really nice upscale bar. It's a really great place to have a cocktail. They know what they're doing. Uh, I went there before I went to go see uh, Hamilton over at the Smith Center, which highly recommend for those of you that are going to be going to the Smith Center for any of their performances, that the Legacy Club is a wonderful place to start your night off. Any, Actually, anywhere at the Circa is a good place to start your day off for the Smith Center just because of the, how the timing works for a lot of their shows. It's hard to find places that serve early. So 
Uh, highly recommend the Legacy Club. Um, also, they have a great bar program. Uh, they have a really great menu that includes in build your own old fashioned, which includes you know building your own or choosing your own whiskey, which honestly you can do anyways. But they do give it sort of a little bit more of a sort of done up feel to it. Uh, they also have a really great series that will probably be over by the time you guys listen to this pod. But it's their cocktail sort of program, which has been running since July where they highlight a type of alcohol. So for the month of December, it's Remy Martin, which is cognac, where it's $125 a person, and you actually get to sort of sample a lot of the different things um, that have to do with cognac. So really, really great. They also have really good uh, live music, typically on the weekends, and they also do really great events. So what I, what I really love about Derek Stevens' properties is that they are always figuring out or thinking of marketing ideas to really just go with what's going on in town. I mean, they've done a Kentucky Derby party. They always tend to do a Halloween party as well. Uh, like this year was a masquerade sort of ball, which is always a really cool idea. And I really enjoy it. So I really appreciate the effort that they put into utilizing the space and getting people up to the uh, the Legacy Club. Uh, it also has an outdoor patio area with a fire pit, which is really cool. Uh, so really great if you want to go out, just get some air. You can also reserve the fire pit. They even have a sunset viewing package, uh, which I've never uh, actually done, but uh, I think it's a really good idea. Just utilize the natural light, which is what you do here in Las Vegas. So yeah, so highly recommend Legacy Club. Uh, typically, you do have to dress up a little bit, so just keep that in mind. No tennis shoes is kind of their biggest thing. They just don't want you looking like a slob, essentially. So I, I, I do appreciate that. Um, I would probably go up there more, but uh, usually when I'm down there, I'm just sort of like hanging out. I usually don't dress up too much when I go downtown, but uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate them making sure that there's a, a dress code for this type of thing because that's really what makes it. You kind of want to be around people that are appreciative of the space. Uh, also up there, they have good views looking north and south, but most people will look uh, south towards uh, the Las Vegas Strip and also a great viewing area for uh, fireworks. So highly recommend Legacy Club over at the Circa las vegas hotel and casino all right number three number three on the list is we're going back to the strip this is the Ale lounge on 66 this is over at the resorts world so this lounge is actually quite fantastic it has a huge room that you can sort of explore when you're up there it's usually open usually around four or five o'clock uh, you can go up there typically is a drink minimum depending on how many people are in your group um, I've gone a couple times where they had a two drink minimum. I've gone times where it's one drink minimum and it really, you know, it kind of just varies depending on how busy it is up there, but really fantastic views of the strip looking south. Uh, so there is sort of a big patch of land, which is where the frontier used to be. And it's really underdeveloped at the moment. So it kind of just has a space, but it does allow you to have really great views of like the wind, the Venetian, the Palazzo, the treasure Island, uh, all the way down to, um, I would say about the Bellagio uh, because the strip does slightly turn just a little bit to the left from that area. But yeah, highly recommend it. Um, they do have a nice menu. Uh, they have food on the menu. They have burgers. They have a steak on the menu, good desserts. So really great sort of uh, after dinner drinks. Is This is a highly recommended. And uh, also, I went on with my, with my mom one time. They actually had, it was, uh, it was sunset time. So it has a great view of the mountain range off to the west of the Las Vegas Strip and really fantastic just watching the sun go down. It's very chill. It never gets super, super high energy in there, but it's by design. It's more of a lounge. Uh, but I mean, I've gone with my friends there after we went to Carver Steak and uh, Allison and Diana, shout out. 
And uh, yeah, we still were able to get some dancing in over at uh, the Alley Lounge on 66. Uh, it's changed its name a few times. It used to be called the Starlight 66, which I kind of like that one better. Um, this one seems a little, it feels a little cheaper, the name. Uh, but I mean, they could do what they want with it. But yeah, it's good, good food. Usually it's a high end vibe, so it does feel a little bit more sort of, you know, relaxed and chill. Uh, good menu, obviously a little bit on the higher end, but. I would highly recommend, definitely, especially if you want a beautiful view of the Strip looking south. Highly recommend. Alley Lounge at On 66. All righty, so we're moving into the top two spots. We have two spots left. Funny thing is, they both have the name Sky in it. I just noticed that. And really, the only thing that sort of separates these is sort of like mood. So this could be flip spaces one and two, depending on how I'm feeling that day. Uh, but there is sort of a reason why I put uh, number two at number two and number one at number one. So number two, I had just discovered this place or experienced it. I always knew that it was there, but just never experienced it when I when sort of the whole aspect of how to, how to do this. But this is the number two spot, and it goes to Sky Bar at the Waldorf Astoria. So this place feels super high-end. So it's right outside of a tea room where they typically have tea for the Waldorf Astoria on the weekends. And it just oozes just class and money, which, I mean, if you're here for that, awesome. Uh, so when, when I got there, the cool thing about the Waldorf Astoria is that they actually have their own valet, which is free. Uh, again, a little caveat. Uh, it is free if you get a drink and get it validated up at the Waldorf Astoria Sky Bar. So you still park valet. You're still going to you know pay for your drink, which I think is fine. I think it's okay if they have to validate parking because that means you bought something. That means you used a service on the Las Vegas Strip. So I, I, I'm, I'm totally cool with, val with valet and then having to validate it. Super cool. So you do that. You actually, when you get to the valet, this is for anybody sort of listening that wants to know where to get valet parking, uh, you're going to come into the Arius uh, entrance and right in the middle, that's where you're going to see where it says Waldorf Astoria Parking. You're going to go in there. They do not have self-park at the Waldorf Astoria, so you have to valet park. So you'll turn around. They'll pick up your car. They'll ask you where you're going. You tell them where. And then they will direct you to the elevators to get to where you need to go. Uh, when I was there, they were remodeling the main entrance of the Waldorf Astoria. So we had to go through a different elevator bank, but not a problem. Plenty of signage to get to the Waldorf Astoria Sky Bar. Once you're up there... You're, you walk through sort of the main entrance of Waldorf Astoria, which would be the, the, the registration, obviously. You walk by their tea room, you walk by their restaurant, and right at the end, which overlooks the fantastic Las Vegas Boulevard, is the Skyview Bar. And when you walk in, there's a hostess, but if you don't want to get seated with the hostess, there is a bar. The bar is quite small. I do have to say it is a, a, a quite a small bar for a, rush, uh, for a bar of this uh, stature. Uh, but very high end. So really great for, you know, anybody who's single and just wants to have a seat, overlook stuff. Really great selection. If you're somebody who likes watching them make your drink, just keep in mind they do not make your drink in front of you. I think it's to sort of keep with the aesthetic of the Sky Bar where really they are sort of doing stuff in the back or off to the side and it keeps the bar a little bit cleaner. Uh, I'm okay with this. Um, I do like to go to bars, especially cocktail bars for sort of the the performance of how they make their drinks, which is always fun to watch, but it's not one of the things that like I need to see. So I really enjoyed it. Um, I did have a sort of whiskey sour when it was there. It was uh, one of their uh, select drinks. It was the Sinatra, which was quite fantastic. I uh, highly recommend that. I also had my regular old fashioned. 
that's sort of how I judge all the hotels or all the bars is by ordering an old fashioned. Uh, I believe I was at a bar one time. I was over at Resorts World. And there was a gentleman who looked like he went to bars regularly. He looked like he was not a reviewer, but somebody who really uh, enjoyed the finer things in life. And he said, you can always tell a good bar by how they make their Manhattan, which I thought it was always interesting. I don't like Manhattans because no vermouth for me. But I thought that was a good sort of barometer is how they make their old fashioned, or sorry, how they make their Manhattan and also how they make a martini, which is which is interesting. So it's sort of an interesting barometer for that gentleman of how he judges. But I do judge them based on their old fashions because there is a right and a wrong way how to make an old fashioned. I'm not a bartender, but I've had enough where I know how I like to drink it and I know how bartenders are supposed to make them. Uh, that does sound pretentious, but hey, that's how I feel. What can I do? Uh, so anyways, so the Sky View at the Waldorf Astoria also has a great menu in terms of uh, they have burgers, they have sliders, which are really good. And they do have sort of really cool chips that they have at the uh, on the menu as well. And if you do want to view, uh, have a seat, they do have uh, lounge chairs. They have usually they it looks like they have two uh, two larger lounge areas for if it's a larger party, you know, six to eight people. But they have many many uh, couple sort of seats. So they have lounge chairs, they have high tops, and really the view is to die for. It's absolutely great. You're gonna be looking at the main window, which is almost two floors tall. And you get a great view of the Planet Hollywood. You also get a great view of the Paris Hotel, the Cosmopolitan, Las Vegas Boulevard, essentially Harmon Corner, which also has one of the very large signs, which is really kind of a cool advertisement. But just really great view, just so sparkly. It's on the perfect level to actually see Las Vegas Boulevard. And if you're going to try to you know, impress a girl or it's like your first date, and you're really trying to come off very cool and suave, this is really, really a great location. It never gets too loud on the inside. It definitely leans on the lounge side of things. But I highly recommend Sky Bar over at the Waldorf Astoria. I might have said Sky View, but Sky Bar at the Waldorf Astoria. Uh, the only thing is it's a little bit small. So really, that's the only time I'm going to sort of knock on it. It's, that's a, it's a smaller location. So if you can't find a seat, it and there's really no place to wait either. So that's kind of a little sort of a bummer. But... Overall, I think it's actually a great, great thing to, to do is uh, go over to the Sky Bar at Waldorf Astoria and make sure you get your ticket validated for the free valet. All right, moving to my number one spot. Let's hit the number one spot. I'm coming for that number one spot. Woo! All right, in the number one spot, it is probably one of my favorite bars. I've actually been to this bar when it was a different name. Uh, I forgot the name. I apologize. But it is now called Skyfall over at the Mandalay Bay Hotel and Casino. So Skyfall is uh, actually not at the Mandalay Bay. I wrote it in my notes, but it's actually at the Delano, which are connected. They actually look the same. It used to be called The Hotel, but it is now called the Delano or the Delano, depending on which coast you are from. But you actually enter through the Delano entrance. Um, you go up in a glass elevator. Uh, if you're wondering where you find the entrance for the Skyfall Bar, it's actually located just across from the MJ Theater, the MJ1 Theater, um, on the walkway between Mandalay Bay and the Delano, which there's only one walkway, so hopefully you'll be able to find it. Um, it usually has a hostess in front. You just say how many people is in your party. You tell them, and then they will take you up in the wonderful Willy Wonka glass elevator that actually runs on the outside of the hotel, giving you a fantastic view of the Las Vegas Strip on your way to your experience. So 
once you get up to Skyfall, um, they do have seating if you want to have an actual seat in a lounger, in a low-top chair. Uh, they don't really have high tops. They do have them sort of spark, uh, sprinkled around, sort of uh, around the bar area. Uh, but they do have a great bar. The only thing is, is the bar actually faces a different direction. It actually faces, has you with your back to the strip, which it'd be nice if it was the other way around, but what can you do? Uh, they do have an upper level right behind the bar, which actually they have a, a DJ set up typically, uh, usually in the evenings when you're trying to, you know, get a little bit more loose. Uh, usually earlier in the day, they will have a live music uh, artist, which typically will play requests. They usually have their own deal, but it's really, really great sort of lounge music if you're going to be here at the uh, Skyfall Bar. They also have an outdoor area. You can't sit outside, but they do have an outdoor area that you can take in the view. Um, I believe you are able to smoke outside. That's also another thing to kind of look for when you're going to the Skyfall Bar. And uh, they do typically have table minimums if you are going to be in any of the loungers that overlook the Las Vegas Strip. But really, the, the view is undeniably one of the best views of the Las Vegas Strip. It's at the perfect height. There's nothing behind you because you're always going to be looking north on this particular view, which you're going to actually see the top of the Luxor Hotel with the light beaming out. You're going to see the New York, New York, the Excalibur. You're also going to see the MGM Grand, the Aria, all the way down the strip, all the way to like the Trump and the uh, the Trump and the Vene uh, Palazzo Towers. So it's one of the only things that you can see all the way down. That's why I don't put the Skyview area or the Top of the World restaurant on the list because really you're obstructed because you have the Fountain Blue uh, sort of skeleton blocking the entire strip. But at this location, you get the entire Las Vegas Boulevard view unobstructed from the Skyfall Bar. So really, really a fantastic place. There's usually not a big high-end DJ. It's usually going to be more of an atmospheric DJ, but still really great for what you're looking for. Really great for parties. Really great for those of you that don't want the nightclub feel, but still want to have sort of a breathtaking view. Really great for proposals. If you're thinking of proposing somewhere, I'd highly recommend this place as well. Um, so really highly recommend the Skyfall uh, Lounge at the Delano. Also, make sure you go to the bathroom here because it is one of the only bars, at least in Las Vegas, that when you are doing your business, you can look out to the strip south or north, whichever side you're looking at, in the women's or the men's side. So definitely, um, uh, definitely something you want to do if you're visiting the Skyfall Bar. So that was my best views in Las Vegas pod. Hopefully that was instructive on places that you can come, get a great view, maybe propose, maybe have a drink, watch the sunset, whatever you want. It's your thing. Do your thing as you will. There will be a pod later in the week, hopefully helping you out uh, on what's coming up this weekend. So um, I am Brian Ortega, and this is Concierge Confidential. Confidential.